Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Yesterday, I had said that this week so far had been kind of boring and not very thrilling. But tonight's episode completely changed my mind. Hi, everyone. Today, Jack, Will, and I are going to be talking about that live vote, but not the live eviction because it did not end up happening. Jack and Will, what does this mean for the game moving forward? Hopefully a lot. Because, Jack, I'm sorry I cut you off. Call me Heisum. I don't care. I'm not apologizing. Um, so one of the most interesting things, because I, I recently caught up to watch uh, last night's episode and tonight's episode. One thing that wasn't shown that was on the feeds was America telling Jag, like, Jag, you're going home. Like, the votes aren't there. People are lying to you. Like, this is not happening. And Jag's like, no, America, like, you're wrong. And so the fact that Jag got, you know, 11 votes, 12 votes. 10 votes, however many votes, votes, 10 votes, I think will make a huge shift in the game. And maybe side warfare again, maybe two warring sides. Who knows? This is, um, th- this doesn't happen. <laughs> this, this truly, literally what Randy said right there. Wow, wow, wow. Like this truly doesn't happen a lot in Big Brother. Like this is, this is manic. I mean, when you have, because if you are an episode watcher only, you may get blindsided. If you're a feeds watcher and you get blindsided, that's when you know you got blindsided on Big Brother. Yeah. We had no idea the power was going to be used because Mr. Button Boy, the intern at CBS, kept skipping every every like every like 10 minutes for just extended periods of time. We thought, man, this sucks. They're not even talking about the power this is going to be a waste. It's not going to be used. It's going to be boring. They were hiding the juice. They were hiding the goods from us. Uh, I don't know if it was intentional. Uh, maybe the Bun Boy intern just got a raise at CBS. I don't know. Um, but holy cow, like that is if they if that was intentional. If that was intentional, that is how you do 
a feeds blindside, a true feeds blindside. That's how you do it. Yes, sir. I'm so happy that we weren't made aware of it. I mean, did did, did anyone see that conversation go down between Sir no, and Matt? I don't think that ever happened. Never, I mean, never shown in the feeds. Let's talk about how they put added this into the story of the episode. So we do hear after the nomination ceremony, excuse me, after the veto meeting, uh, that Sari thinks it's better for her game to keep Jag in it and at this point to get rid of Blue. So we know that Sari is leaning towards keeping Jag. But Jared poses an opposition to that because Jared says that Blue is his number one. So Jared's been campaigning in favor of keeping Blue. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of that this episode. I was hoping that we would see a little bit more of other conversations that were happening around this similar thing. Like you had mentioned, Will, the thing with America last night basically telling Jag, you don't have the votes to stay. I was hoping that that would make it in. But we get this story from Cerise's perspective that Jag is better to keep for her game. And I think that's a big foreshadowing moving forward when we talk about Matt and how he wins the power of invincibility and they have a conversation about, is it best to use it this week? Yeah. was So I have to admit, when Matt for, so Matt won, the uh, players were Sari, uh, Corey, Matt, and Jag. I was a little surprised with Jag being on there. Um, but I was really disappointed when Matt first won the power. Because I didn't like how he immediately went to Sari because it felt like Sari won the power, right? I, I pulled hard for a Jag or, or Corey win. Um, and so, <laughs> that, but with retrospect now, knowing what we know this week, I'm very pleased with the twist. I'm really happy that it was used on Jag and not, you know, Jared or Blue or Sari. Gotta be real. I, it, it, it's shocking. Uh, like, it is truly... Um... Like, it's truly wild. First of all, I'd like to point out, um, like, the majority of all the fans were pulling for Corey to win this power because he was the one who was actually going to support, not himself, but America, gunning for HOH and making a move. Sari was never going to use the power. Uh, Jag was going to use the power on himself. And Matt wasn't going to use the power. That's what we were led to believe. That was what we believed. And that didn't happen. Um which doesn't happen uh, at all. Uh, I think it's really, really interesting, and I think it sets up a lot of um, a lot of interesting avenues because this end of the week we've seen we've seen a lot of things change. Like we've seen a lot of players start to change how they play in these last two, three days. Blue has come alive as a player. Um, like, America's starting to get a little chaotic and a little hot. Um, Corey's playing super, like, messy. Felicia's starting to go down on Ceri's list. Like, everything is changing yep. right now. And I think that this is now actually the most important HOH of the season. <laughs> because Every week, Jack. whoever wins this sets the tone. And now that there's no power... Anybody can win and anybody can gun for who they want. And I think that some people, America, they're going to be willing to take the shot. And so I think I'm pulling for America. I think America's going to gun for this. If it's a Q&A, like, um, 
if it's a Q&A like people are speculating because it's been physical and endured so far, I'm hoping America pulls out that knowledge, hope she wins, hope she makes a big move and spices up this game and makes it truly, truly live because that's what everybody wants right now. Well, yeah. We also have the added uh, knowledge now knowing that Cam is able to play in the HOH as well. <laughs> so I want to talk about this really quick. First of all, let's just go over the rules of this power. So Matt won the power. It was that competition where it looked like they were going to do the ski ball thing where they had to land it by rolling it down. But this one, it was like it was like a, a survivor puzzle we've seen. They had to right. guide the ball down this path and into a shoot. And Matt did it in 45 seconds. Corey did it in 53 seconds. That was really, really close. Ugh, eight seconds. I'm so, like, it was nail-biting. Turned out fine, though. Turned out fine. Turned out fine. It turned out great. I am so happy that Matt was the one to use this power because it, this is wonderful resume material for Matt. Yeah. Not only that, yeah. like we said, we all thought him going to Suri and telling Suri about this power could have been a mistake, but the way his strategy was to make uh, him build trust with Suri have Suri say in the episode, Matt has shot up on my list of allies. She says, she lists uh, Jared and Izzy as final three. And then she says, you know, you know what? Matt can be in final three. I have a feeling replacing Izzy. So really great strategy from Matt. And also he says, you know, Suri's played survivor. I think she might be able to give me some guidance as to when the best time to use this is. So it kind of became Suri's power in a way but Matt, at the end of the day, had to make that decision and go with it. And it, it is a risk. So the, the rules of this were that, let me just see, make sure I have it right in my notes. He gets to this either tonight's eviction or next week's. It's not going to happen next week. He used it tonight. Uh, and he gets to just put an end to it. I really thought that he was going to have to say it when he went up to vote. Uh, but he had to vote out someone just like everyone else. And then it was revealed after the vote that jag was staying because it was canceled they sent a little thing down the tube and uh what ended up happening was they find out that everyone is now going to play in the hoh competition because no one went home i have to say if i was cameron i would be this might be a really horrible strategy but can you imagine if cameron ran up to jag and was like hey i i used the power on you i thought it was just too soon to let you go and you are so welcome, and I'm so happy to have you here. First of all, I'd like to say, you stand in the pressure cooker for near 14 hours. You get your target out of the game, and as he's walking out the door, a power comes down the chute and says he's not going home, and your HOH is nullified. That has got to be the worst feeling, and I think we saw it just completely playing on Cam's face. He put on shades, he was completely disassociated. He was like, what just happened? I am fuming. He's lucky he gets to compete, but still, like, that is the worst feeling in the world to know that you had a week where you just did something that you thought was good for your game, and then, see ya. Not happening anymore. That pressure cooker, you stood there 14 hours for nothing. For nothing. I will say, though, in defense of Cameron, you know, the, all week we've been hearing him and Red talk about backdooring Izzy. And they kept saying, you know, this could be a great move. 100%, if Matt, wins, Matt won the power, 
told Sari. Sari would absolutely convince Matt using her Sari powers to use the um, advantage to cancel the vote, no matter who goes home, right? Because it was either, like, if Blue goes home, right, assuming Jag went, comes off uh, the block, then Jared's going to throw a hissy fit to Sari. Sari will tell Matt to use the power. If Izzy goes home, then Sari tells Matt to use the power. So that would have even put up an even bigger target on Cameron because at least now he can still pretend the Legend 25 is still a real alliance, even if he's trying to target Izzy. What I think everybody is hoping out of this eviction, I think the biggest thing that everybody's hoping besides everyone wanting America to win HOH, uh, is that Jag wakes up. Jag realizes what has been going on and how he got the runaround. I want to talk about last night. Um, because last night was a pretty influential night. Now, in hindsight, when Jag was going home, didn't really matter. Now, it is a very crucial happening. Jag wanted to have a meeting with all of the people that he believed were his votes to stay. And I think that was pretty much everybody but, like, Red and FBJ, which stands for F and Bowie J. Um, that meeting never happened. Because the people just didn't come. But you know who did come right at the start and stayed? America and Corey. Yes. America and Corey stayed because they were telling Jag, you don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. We'll go to your meeting. You don't have the votes. Matt, Matt slithered in like halfway through. Sari came by and Jag was like, oh, hey, Sari, come here, come here. Like it was just like the lonely kid at the lunch table trying to get everyone to come and sit with him for lunch. That meeting was never happening, and I think Jag needs to wake up and realize that this was an individual or dual decision by Man Sari. He needs to wake up and realize that the people who were trying to work for him and actually wanted him to stay and wanted him to wake up, American Corey, are not the people he should be going after. And at the very least, it should be Cam and Rand, but at the most, it should be Izzy, Felicia, Jared, that whole contingency. This was an amazing moment last night. I mean, we could talk about our concerns moving forward, but just the visual of America um, cleaning those makeup brushes on the towel, just so annoyed that Jag wasn't seeing the big picture of what the vote was going to turn into. She was basically saying, you don't have the votes. I mean, I don't know mm -hmm. how she could have made it any more clear besides just flat out saying it to him. But I think the thing with Jag was that he felt like he was safe and that was enough for him. I don't think he wanted mm -hmm. to consider any other option. And yeah. I'm glad that he had this awakening. He's very lucky. He is very lucky. Like, very lucky. Like, it, this doesn't happen. Like, you, like, 99.99% of the time, when Julie says, Jag, you have been evicted by a vote of 10 to 0, gone. There's a 0.01% chance that in Big Brother, you will be saved after that has been said. And this was that 0.01% chance. I think Jag, if he doesn't wake up, he'll be seen as a laughing stock of America for not having the balls or wherewithal to do anything and really capitalize on the fact that he had an HOH, a veto, and a power comp to save himself. He lost all three, got evicted, and saved by the power, and then still does nothing. Come on. 
that would be a horrible, horrible way to play the game and a horrible representation of a fan of Big Brother. My only fear, though, is that Jag is a very, very nice person. I'm afraid that Matt and Sari will be tight. They go to Jag. They're like, Jag, you know, we got to listen. We have always had your back. You know, it's actually America and Corey that are the house trying to vote you out. We saved you from them. And then Jag turns on America and Corey, who are trying to warn Jag. That is my biggest fear right now going into this next week of Big Brother. And I really hope that's incorrect. Yeah, I hope Jag would see. I mean, with the intensity that America had during their conversations yesterday of, again, really trying to uh, clue him in, um, I really hope he sees that America had his best interest at heart. But you're right. Corey and America have found themselves in a situation and they're starting to realize it, or they probably have already realized it, where people are are using them as a scapegoat for mm-hmm. all of the flippy floppy decisions in the house. You know, they're responsible for Riley and Hysum and whatever else happens in the house. It's going on to Corey and America. Um, I really just quickly wanted to ask, did either of you expect that if the power was used, they would reveal the votes? Yes. I, I thought if the power was used, it would be used very similar to this, to the yeah. how they were mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this is pretty standard. I mean, I think it was power of... In- yeah, I, I, I get it. I mean, I don't think... I don't see anything wrong with it, personally. I think if you allowed the HOH, who was uh, dethroned because of this invincibility power, to not play, then it's pretty stupid. But the HOH being able to play again, I, I think it's a fair power totally works saves time for their 100 day season and since uh redacted got expelled and someone got evicted in week one uh i think it's only right that the power is used so yeah i think it was good i think it was worth it i think it's great tv now here's the here's the crackpot conspiracy theory day production influenced matt to use the power because of their schedule, do you? Th- Will Will's nodding. I want to hear Will's thoughts. Will, what do you think? Yes, because so this this mainly comes from conversations we've had with uh, Abraham and a really old Survivor Now podcast. Um, so shout out if you've heard you know that before. But production is very fixated on their schedule, right? That is ultimately why we don't get a lot of the true blue. Uh, endurance competitions where it's something as simple like a hand on an idol hanging on a buoy or or the pressure cooker right that's why we get wall comps with stipulations and rules and changes and so do i think i i think they would have done it no matter what i don't think it was like a production going oh we really need jag for big brother 25 we can't let jag get voted out but absolutely they were probably being like you know matt you know, this is a really big game-changing power. It'd be a shame if it went to waste. So I think he would have, you know, used it either this week or next week. Well, I, I see your point. I think the, also the thing with this power is that it's very easy for anyone who wins it to see it as a self-preservation power. To see it mm-hmm. as, oh, okay, great. If I'm on the block this week, I can use it. Um, if I'm on the block next week, I can use it. And 
don't give it any more thought other than just me, myself, and I. The thing with Matt, I, I do want to give credit to Sari here. He did go to her with the information, and they did have that conversation. Now, I'm not saying that production maybe didn't ask questions in Matt's diary room to get him to really consider the options and to think. I 100% think that they asked him questions to make him consider what how it would impact his game moving forward if he were to use it to save Jag. And I would say, I do think that they need Jag still in this game because of the narrative with Cam, who's a villain of the season, right? Like, Heisem's gone, now we have Cam. Uh, and the house, the story of the house now turning against Cam and Red that I'm expecting is going to happen this week, but we'll see what happens with the HOH. I think um, I think it'd be really interesting to see what kind of power Jag has coming back into the game, uh, what kind of ability he has, because he has got a lot of dirt and he's got a lot of sway since he has stayed. And now he has the information, okay, 10 people just evicted me after they said they were keeping me earlier in the week. Who can I use this against? Now, is Jag a nice enough person to not say any of that? Yeah, and I mean, Jag could just keep it all to himself and keep playing the same way. But I'm really hoping we start to see Jag make some strong, strong inroads and use the fact that he just got evicted and saved to his advantage because a second chance in Big Brother, it's like it's a battle back. It, it's happened before, and it happened a lot of the time in past seasons. Past couple seasons, hasn't happened. and hasn't happened. This is the first time in a while, years, that someone has been saved and been brought back into the game after being evicted. And inherently, that alone is a lot of information to use. True. I think the last battle back was BB21 with Cliff, where he was blindsided there. Yep. I love pointless Big Brother trivia knowledge and facts. BB trivia, We baby. need it. You know, we, we, we always... Uh, find ourselves talking about when things happened in earlier seasons and when things happen now and the comparables and everything and yada 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 um i mean it it was just such a fun episode i have to give blue some credit here too i actually thought that her um for the most part her speech uh to the house guests when it was time to vote was a pretty good speech it was uh very well done. I thought it was one of the better speeches that we've seen this season, right there with Heisums as well. Um, Jag's speech was, you know, just about please keep me, I'm your friend. The look and we, I mean, we, I just wanted to, the look in his face uh, when he realized he was being saved, uh, when he realized he was being evicted and then when he realized he was being saved. I have a feeling some people are going to try to say, oh, Jag saved himself or, you know, push that story that Jag won the power and saved himself. He was really feeling those emotions when it all happened. So I'm going to, I think it's going to be hard for people to try to pin it on him, especially people who are paying attention to body language. Yeah, um, yeah. But what a great television moment. I just can't get over it. Really, really good. And I think uh, a couple of people said that's been one of the best uh, Big Brother moments uh, in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to put it back on blue uh, for a second. I think uh, Blue and Jag, now that they're together and now that they have a chance to stay together in the house, could really do some damage together 
And instead of being just at the mercy of others, they could really turn into a solid duo and start having some decent conversations, some decent information starting to flow in. You know, we've seen Blue kind of start to kind of actually play the game the past couple of days. I know, right? That's crazy. Um, and so if we get a Blues actually playing and a Jag who's revitalized because he just got saved – coming together and actually playing and going for the power structure to make themselves in a better spot, I'm all for it. And I think that hopefully Blue seeing Jag saved gives her the kick in the butt to get him up and get them together and get to work. Uh, do you think Matt will team up with them? Do you think Matt will go to Jag say, I used the power. It was me. I saved you. Or is it is it just going to vanish into thin air? That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's loyalty to Ree is very strong. I don't think it was broken at all with this power move. I don't think it's going to break probably forever. I think Matt's one hundred percent loyal to Suri. But I do think that Matt actually retains loyalty with Jag and Blue, and I think he does try to stick with them. Um, I'm not sure who he targets in that case. I'm not sure what Matt particularly goes for, but I guess he's probably just red and cam like most other people. Um, I'm hoping he used this move to buy some goodwill with Suri and get Jag and Blue to maybe target some of those auxiliary Suri numbers, talking about like Mimi, Felicia at this point. Uh, auxiliary Suri. Yeah, Izzy too. Auxiliary Suri. Jared. Jared. Not Jared because of Blue. Yeah, auxiliary serene minions. If Matt can get his newfound trusted ally in Jag and Blue to target them, maybe that's good for him. Because while steamrolling with Sari is good, he may be worrying that, hey, I, I'm a competition threat. I just told Sari I want a power. So Sari knows now I can win competitions. Because I said this about Matt uh, a couple weeks ago. I said the second Matt wins a competition and someone finds out, whether it's an HOH, a veto, or a power competition, the cork is off. Yep. Matt's got to win competitions. I, I, I think he's going to have to start trying to win some of these comps, some vetoes to start, and then some HOHs eventually. But if if it gets out that Matt won the power, the cork is off, and I think Matt's going to start winning competitions or everybody's going to see him as a cop threat. Yeah, I hope Suri has his back for this. I really do. I do. I hope so. I do and I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I do and I don't. My, again, my big fear is that it's just going to be a big web of, you know, Matt trusts Sari, Matt saved Jag, so now Jag has to trust Sari, right? And I don't – and then there's Blue and Jared. That's my fear because, yeah. like, I feel like big brother players now – like, I hate to go on the same rant, beat the dead horse. But, you know, I feel like a lot of big brother players – they're a lot nicer, right? They, they care about people a lot more. And so it's like, we, we say Cameron's a villain, but like Cameron is just like kind of annoying at worst. And so, you know, and so my, that's my fear is that everyone's too nice with each other, right? Yeah. Like Blue and, and Jag, they're like crying, hugging each other. Like, it's okay, dude, I love you. And like, they're not like trying to get dirt on each other. I don't know. I... I got to tell you, the dichotomy between the Big Brother players and Suri is very, very stark because Suri is laughing evilly. She's controlling her people like minions. Like, I 
commented on uh, one of the feed discussions on Reddit today. I said, listen, uh, Big Brother players are like toddlers compared to Sari in terms of villainy and heroism. Any Survivor player is 10 times more villainous than any Big Brother player. And the fact that Sari was called a hero in season 20 just because of who she was, that's a load of bull. Sari is a super villain. She might be a hero on Survivor, but she is an absolute super villain on Big Brother. Because everybody who plays Survivor now that will play Big Brother is going to be a villain. And Sari just happens to be one of the best Survivor players. She happens to be one of the biggest supervillains on Big Brother. Like, it's as me, easy as that. Is it just because she's in, she has formed the game, she has molded the game to this point? Is it, is it just because of that? Or is it just, is it because of the actual moves that she's making that makes her a villain? I think it's both. I, I really think it's both. I mean, I think tonight definitely shows that she's willing to make a big, bold move, just like Survivor, just like that Black Widow Brigade, blindsiding Ozzy at the final nine, taking uh, immunity away from Eric. I think it's that, but I also think it's Ceri's, um ability to create and carve minions and pick and choose who's the best. You know, she was literally picking and choosing in the DR who's her final three. Today, tonight, she was literally picking and choosing with her fingers. She was just like, all right, uh, Jared, Izzy, and Matt. No, just Jared and Matt, honestly. Like, she... She can pick. She can pick and choose, and she doesn't got to worry about a thing. That's a villain. That is a super villain. So I think it's both. I think it's both, and I, I think it's a reason. Super villain, villain Jack. I, I I'd say villain, but not super. I feel like super villains are villains by personality, right? I wouldn't call Serene any scenario, any season, a villain by personality. And that's why she was on the Heroes Tribe in season twenties because she's a very lovely person. Yes. she's just able. She's like a um, a wolf in cheap's clothing, right? She's a villainous game player. She's a lovely person, lovely, but person. she is an absolute monster of a player. Well, she has her priorities right when it comes to the games that she's playing. I mean, seriously, she's there for the final spot, whether it's Soul Survivor or whether it's the last remaining house guest. Um, and it's pretty cool to see, or Traders, if you saw that show. Um, listen, again, I'm hoping that for Suri's storyline and for the entertainment value that Suri does face some opposition. Right now, it's like, the opposition she is facing is potential uh, allies turning against her. So we know from the live feeds that maybe, just maybe, Felicia may not be thinking about keeping Suri for much longer. You know, we know that that stuff's coming up. So all of this right now is kind of hearsay. We don't really know, but I would like to see Suri have to face an obstacle and get herself out of it in order to really, I think, make this season just so completely entertaining. I love seeing someone uh, mold the game and and be a competitor that is just in it strong from the start. But I also really like a really good story and having peaks and valleys in people's gameplay. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be interesting. And I think I want to talk about Jared for a second because I just had a realization I'm scrolling through the feats discussion right now. Uh, Jared knows about that power too. And Jared knows who used that power because Sari told Jared about that um, Matt having the power. And so I'm wondering, what does Jared think? Like, 
yeah, blue is safe. Obviously, that's what he wanted. Jag is safe too. Okay. What does he think about this? I don't know what he thinks. Like, I have no idea what he's going to think coming out of this. Can he? Maybe. And, you know, I, I talked about this yesterday. Maybe Jared's not so happy that Sari is getting all the information before Jared. Because we did see the night in the episode, Jared wants to carve his own legacy. He doesn't want to be Sari's son. He wants to be Jared Fields. And so I'm just saying, maybe he's a little upset that he figured out that Sari told, uh, or Matt told Sari first, uh, and Matt didn't tell Jared. I mean, definitely, but I do just want to point out the hypocrisy, and thank you for bringing this up again, because let's talk about this for a second. During the pressure cooker, when uh, Sari and Jared and Izzy and Felicia were all watching everyone compete in the in the competition, they were all out, they were in the living room, uh, Jared leaked information about Hysum from the week before that he neglected to tell Sari especially uh, like that Hysum had said that he would never work with their side, you know, something like that. And it led to this conversation of Sari being like, you have to tell us this information. So there's a couple of different things here, right? Like Jared did it once. He held on to information that would have been helpful in the game. And now when Sari or his alliance, I should say, has done it, and they've all agreed that Blue is going to be the one to go, he sort of plays that same card of you didn't fill me in about this or I wasn't included in that conversation. Can I add, do you think he would have been as upset with being left out of this conversation if it was anyone else other than blue? No. Hmm. Uh, yeah. That's I agree. Well, I agree. It, it's, it's just because this whole week, a lot of the strategy in getting Jag out, a lot of the conversations that, uh, Jared had with Sari in order to get the target off of Blue and not the Jag was all for nothing, right? And even though, like, even though Blue was safe at the end of the day, right, there's still a lot of work that got put in for ultimately nothing. And that has to be at least a little infuriating uh, for for Jared, right? Crazy eyes, Jack. Thank you. Um, no, I, I think you're right. Thank you. I'm correct. That's my... That's my... Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think Jared's got to be a little upset because in his uh, self-righteous nature uh, as Jared Fields, uh, I'm sure he believed this week that he was the one who saved Blue. He was the principal one to stop the flip, save Blue, be the knight in shining armor, and to see that all go away and Sari take it again. I think his frustration is starting to bubble to the point where I, I don't know. Like, I I don't see him going against his mother, but yeah. I see him maybe going against is some he? auxiliaries. All I'm saying is, I'm hoping that we get a shift. I'm hoping we get a big shift this week. I mean, as much as we want to say that Jag is going to be a different number and a different player. He could very easily just be another Sri minion. Um, it's all about the HOH. If the right person wins the HOH, the shift is going to happen. And really, the only person that can really change this house is America. America is the only person who could win HOH that is going to completely change because everybody else 
is too scared or is Cerise group. So I think America, I think that America was really regretting not going longer in the pressure cooker. I really think as soon I really as think she was Jag and Blue hit the block, I think she thinks she made a very big mistake. And I do think it was a mistake. She obviously, I mean, Cameron was saying, I'm going to take the big swings, you know, that everyone is afraid to do. You are so good in the middle, America. You don't even have to get your hands dirty this week. And you and Corey are safe. So I get what she must have been thinking. It was after, it was just around 14 hours of holding a button down. So I'm sure there was exhaustion there. But some of the fallout that we saw from last night with America being frustrated with Jack, I think it also had something to do with uh, her letting go of the button. And yeah. Going back to Jared for a sec, I mean, now he is in a position where he was one of the main voices of getting rid of Jag this past week. Cameron may have put Jag up on the block. Red may have not used the power of veto, but Jared was right there saying, we got to keep blue. I mean, he's got a lot to answer for if people go back to Jag and say, well, it was going to be on blue, but... Jared sort of shut down that idea. You could easily say this about a lot of people. You could say, like, Jared for sure, that's a lock. Obviously, Cameron, you could throw in Red in there. You could also throw in Corey. Corey was saying, Jag's got to go. I want Jag out this week pretty hard. There's a lot of people Jag can be mad at. I'm just really, really hoping that Jag can wake up and realize that the action of saving is great, and the principal person who saved them, Matt, is someone to be trusted. But Jag's got to wake up and see the power structure. Because if you see the power structure, you know what to do. You know you got to go for HOH, and you know you got to make a move against the power structure. If you are loyal to people and you want to go against people that said your name, that's fine. But if they're not in the power structure, it's not going to matter, and it's really not going to change much. So it's really about can Jag see that there is a clear authority in the house and can he really go after them? Now, uh, Jack and Matthew, I this is something very unrelated, but I have uh, not a crackpot theory, but I, I want you to picture this a huge game move that Sari could have made if, if, okay. if she thought of it, right? So we know that there's 10 votes to evict. Only way Cameron votes is if there's a tie, right? So we also knew that the vote was ultimately getting canceled. What if Sari got five people to vote for blue, right? Leaving the vote to be a five to five tie, leaving Cameron to vote out Jag, only for the eviction to, or he could he could have voted out blue. Either way, the eviction was not happening because that would have painted a massive target on Cameron and and in part Red for being the sole vote to evict for a vote that never mattered. That That is really, really crackpot. Like, that would be insane level mastery from Sari. We've seen that type of mastery before. But it would also be, if anybody was smart, probably one of the dumbest moves ever. Because it would immediately expose Sari as controlling everybody. And if someone was smart, they'd start letting everybody know that Sari was the one pulling that and you're gone. I mean, so, so being called a mastermind of the of the alliance. So like yeah. I think 
I think I think Sir. I, I don't know. I mean, it was a, it's a, it's a crackpot theory. It's not meant to be like, oh, Sir Reese should have done this. It it would have been incredible. I think where it left off was enough to still sort of get the point across, right? Like, I don't think Cameron needed any more. Um, everyone knew that Jag was Cameron's target. You know, like that, I, I don't think that could have been made any more clear. It would have been an, an incredible TV moment. Well, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I think people would have figured out that Suri was close. I mean, we, we never know what this house, they lose track of like these really loose hints all the time, but people I think would have figured out that Suri was close to the person who may have used the power or was the person who used the power if it went through that extra layer of steps. I think where it laid off was the perfect place. I now imagine, I if it's not Matt that goes to Jag and says, I use the power to protect you, I can imagine Sari going to Jag and being like, what, I don't know if she's going to say, I, used the, I made sure that the power, she could say, I made sure that the power was used on you, right? That's not a lie. Well, and it's not saying it's not saying that she had the power or she didn't. I think that might be interesting. Interesting if she sort of extends that branch to Jag moving forward. All I'm saying is, um, two hours ago uh, at work, I was going like, "All right, well, the uh, episode's going to happen. Do the podcast. Probably just go right to bed. Nothing's going to happen." Now I'm about to go eat. Uh, some sugary cereal so that I could stay up and figure out who the hell won HOH and see what is happening. Because, I mean, I don't want to miss feeds right now. Like, I didn't want to miss feeds for part of last night. Once it died down, I got off. But I don't want to miss feeds right now. Once it comes back, I'm on. And I'm going to make sure that everybody knows in, in the podcast group what's going on, who's the new HOH, and yeah... Yeah, I'm expecting an invisible ink text from you at some point. <laughs> I um, an invisible ink text will come. A, a new group called like Big Brother Spoilers, where we're able to like have proper. <laughs> I right. just checked. I was looking at the live feeds. They are not up yet. We still have yeah. the animals. Um, I want to. I want to see the conversations tonight so bad. It, I mean, I don't even know if Hoh is happening tonight. It might. It may be happening tomorrow. We, we have no idea. Uh, it is really dependent on the West Coast uh, airing of the episode, uh, as well as just the HOH in general and how long it takes uh, with competitions like this. That's not a live feed comp. You have no idea. It could come on at uh, 1 a.m. right after, I think, the West Coast airs. It could come on at, like, 5 a.m. You really have no idea. Yeah. But... Either way, I'm going to go to the store, get some energy drinks, and just not sleep for the next day. I don't think anyone should. I mean, I think this is – I'm really hoping we get an American HOH. I think everyone's praying for that outcome because then it is true unfettered chaos. There's no power to stop America this time. Sari and Izzy are going to the block, and it's going to be a manic, manic week. And – it could be the week where the secret really does come out and the secret is confirmed, you know? Like, the whole blue figuring out but not telling people, that's still up in the air. We'll, maybe blue will tell somebody this week. We don't know. But if Izzy's up on that block on, with Sari... Oh, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Sari is gone. Izzy is going to blow that secret out to kingdom come. 
I think we're closer now than ever before that there's a chance Blue may start leaking the information because when the, all of the America stuff was happening on the feeds last night, America and Blue did have a conversation where it seemed like Blue was saying that she and Jared were sort of in a little bit of, um, they were separating themselves for a little bit of time or there's something happened between the two of them um, where they, they weren't talking. So let's see if that holds over into this next week. All right, I have a really exciting announcement to share before we end this episode. Uh, and that is that our channel is now Reality Now. And on this channel, channel, we are going to cover more reality shows other than Survivor. We're still doing Survivor, of course, but we're going to be expanding. So make sure that you subscribe to Reality Now as well as Survivor Now podcast to keep up to date on all of your favorite shows. And of course, if you have any recommendations or if there's anything that you would like us to put some attention towards go ahead and leave it in the comments we might get to it so thank you all again so much for joining enjoy the live feeds tonight if you're watching and we will see you on sunday challenge coming soon get ready